only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Christians and friends, the Hope in the Faith Kingdom Hour Prayer, streaming live, is now on the air. We come to you each and every Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. We are a Bible-believing ministry. Our teachings and discussions are solely Christian faith-based. If you would like to join in with us, you can do so by dialing area code 724-444-7444 and enter the call ID 125-026 followed by the pound sign. We do ask that you please mute your phones. We are indeed a production of Hope in the Faith Kingdom Ministry, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. The number to call is... Area code seven seven three nine two four two seven nine zero. I am your host, Pastor Michael Body.
all single fathers credit for doing it on their own. We don't use uh, this day to call out uh, our deadbeat baby mamas. <laughs> so, so we asking that the mothers would let uh, us enjoy our day, which was meant to be our day with respect and please. As we do, we respect you, respect us. And when in respecting us, who God made the head, man, and and then we'll respect you as well. Amen. Now, we are so happy today. Uh, we thank God for uh, the ministers on our platform today, for uh, Reverend Dr. Milton Shelby, pastor of the Church of Living Faith at 1853, uh, East of 50 on uh, 79th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And I believe the worship experience there on Sundays is at 12 o'clock noon. And the uh, Reverend Stephen, Reverend Dr. Stephen Henry, and that is Mary Magdalene Missionary Baptist Church. And, Doc, if you're there, help me get the address right. I think it's 109, 109th and Perry, if I'm right. And also, uh, Reverend Dr. J. M. Weiser, my friend, Preacher Man Weiser. And if there are any other ministers, we recognize you on the day. Before we bring these men of God to you, and before we discuss Father's Day and not Single Mother's Day, uh, we want to recognize you that's on the line on today. All of our listeners, other than our, our special guests, if you're here and you just want to say hello, give us your name and your church affiliation, you might do so at this time. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Lord. I give on and on to God today for uh, all his many blessings, for keeping me all night and my family all night. Uh, this is Sister Wells, uh, Elder Bobby's cousin. Praise I God. And I just want to praise and say a happy, happy Father Day to all the fathers. As you said, the single, the women, think because they are single parents, they call themselves the mother and the father. But this can only be a father, bloodly. And I would recognize all the fathers because we have many, many fathers that are raising their children. The women are not raising these children by themselves now. It's more men in this world is raising their children themselves. These mothers are walking away from these children. So I uh, I give you all the honor and the, and the praise that the fathers deserve because we have real men out here. And I just want to say pre-happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Thank you, uh, Sister Wells. Is there another listener? Is there another listener? Priscilla Moore, I love you very much. Evening star. Well, you didn't tell me Happy Father's Day. You must don't love me. Happy Father's Day, my love. (laughs) Love you very much. All right. Thank you. And we heard somebody else. Mother Wardlaw. God bless Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Yeah, you got a lot of us on here, Mother. Yeah, praise and thank you, God, for another day. A blessed day. And I just thank the Lord for everything that he's seen and doing and continue to do in my life. Well, bless him. Yeah. And for 
my pastor is Bishop at Versailles Dixon of Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church. We are located at 2050 West 59th Street, and we are on flight 250. That's not on the right radio. All right. Is there anybody else before we further go? All right. We're not going to... Uh, we're not going to do our intercessory prayer list today. We got these men of God, and we have a discussion today, and we're going to allow these men of God to minister into your uh, spirits. And if you came on the line and you're not one of our special guests and you just want to say hello, we'll give you another minute real quick. Is there anybody else on the line? All right. We're going to turn these preachers loose in a minute here. Uh, uh, Reverend Dr. Wise, are you online? All right, Reverend Dr. Wise. Uh, when Reverend Wise gets online, I'm sure he let us know he's there. Uh, Apostle Fondo Stewart, Jr.? Reverend Dr. Milton Shelby? Yes, I'm here, Pastor Body. All right. We really enjoyed ourselves. We had a good time over at the Church of Living Faith on last Sunday, <laughs> celebrating Men's Day. And your speaker was, uh, uh, in the afternoon when I came, was Pastor David Bixby of uh, In the Upper Room Ministries. Praise when God. We enjoyed you. And I, as we said, we invite you to uh, the worship experience with Reverend Dr. Shelby on Sundays at 12 noon, 1853, East 79th. And also, uh, Pastor Reverend Dr. Steph Henry. I don't know if he's there yet. All right. Are there any other pastors on the line? Pastors, evangelists. And I'll tell you what I want you all to do for me today. This discussion isn't just for uh, certain folks. This is for everybody, and nobody knows it all, even though sometimes I, I, hey, Doc, sometimes I talk like I, I know it all, but really I don't. And so you all just pray for me because I have a tendency, tendency to sound like I know it all. I just be fired up for Jesus. That's all. <laughs> That's all. And so we, we go at it. And uh, what we want to do first of all, and I want to say, hey, uh, Dr. Shelby. Yes, sir. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And happy Are there Father's any more Day fathers on the line? Any more fathers? Well, I'm on here. I'm a father. All right. Well, well some, at least I got some of them to say happy Father's Day to me. Praise God for, for those. Uh, as we further go, we're going to ask Reverend Dr. Milton Shelby, uh, to lead us to the throne of grace. We have read our uh, intercessory prayer list week after week. We still have the same list. And let us also uh, still keep in mind the late, great uh, Muhammad Ali and his family. Let's keep that family lifted up in prayer as we go to the throne of grace. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this blessed day that thou hast made. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for the air in our lungs and the life in our limbs. 
We thank you for this very special occasion of celebrating the lives of fathers all around the world. We ask that you continue to give us the strength, the fathers today, to be excellent examples and be mentors in this society in which we live. Father, there's so much chaos around the world, so much chaos in our neighborhoods and our communities. We ask that you strengthen the fathers and strengthen the image of the fathers so that we may become examples unto the rest of our communities of what it means to be a strong, powerful, and God-fearing father for our children, for our wives, and for our uh, other members of society. Touch right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Bless right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Anoint fathers right now in the name of Jesus. We love you today. We bless you today. And we appreciate you today. In the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we say amen, amen, and amen. Things will work out for the good of them who love the Lord. We're going to get right. We're not going to hesitate because we want to get into our discussion. And we're talking about on today, Father's Day, not Single Mother's Day. And we're talking about from a Christian-based ideology. from a Christian basis, this is how we're talking about Father's Day. First of all, let's talk about celebration. Whether we believe it or not, God welcomes our celebration. Read all through the book of Psalms is a book of celebration. Lifting up your hands, making a joyful noise unto the Lord. And, and, and so it's nothing wrong with celebrating. I've even heard some folks say that, uh, you shouldn't celebrate your birthday. Why not? There's nothing wrong with celebrating your birthday or celebrating the birth of a child or whatever the celebration uh, might be because celebration uh, is a way of us having a holiday uh, or creating a holiday, which really is a holy day to believers, a holy day. We have and on our calendar uh, throughout the year, we have Memorial Day and we have Flags Day and George Washington birthday and Martin Luther King. So we have numerous holidays, but we can make these holidays holy days. Mother's Day, I have seen down through the years to be one of the most sympathetic, the most celebrated uh it's just a it's just a holiday where the churches are packed like like on Easter. And uh I'm sure if we got pastors on here, Doctor Shelby and the other pastors, you can attest to that your greatest Sunday of the year is Easter Mother's Day. Yes, it is one of them. And uh 
We should celebrate mothers all over the world because God gave us mothers. But at the same time, we should celebrate fathers too. All right, I was getting ready to get there. Mm -hmm. And I was celebrating mothers. What I was getting ready to go is that we go out of the way. And we'll buy all kind of stuff. We have flowers. We do this. We take them out. Now, when it looks like when it comes to fathers, we are lacking. We are lacking. Uh, A lot of us not realizing that if anybody should be celebrated, it should be father. Because the Bible says, honor what? Thy father and thy mother. So mother isn't concluded. What our platform is today, and we're going to hear from some other other, other preachers, some other folks, it's nothing wrong with mother celebrating her day, but we got to keep in mind that Father's Day is not single mother's day. There are a lot of mothers who, like my mother, my mother raised me without a father in the house. My mother was not my father. My mother did not act as mother and father because my mother was a woman. So a lot of times you will hear this. Uh, I was the mother and the father. No. God gave man a gift that women don't have. God gave women a gift that men don't have. A man might raise a child, he'll never be a mother. I also want to add to that, regardless if you are gay, uh, bisexual, or whatever, and you adopt a child, and you are male, you're still a man. If you're a female, I'm, I'm not fighting homosexuality. I'm letting, I'm putting it out here that a female, whatever her sexual preference is, is just, a female, and there are also female who are lesbian or homosexuals who have children, and I know the mothers, the fathers wasn't women. I know that. Some might say, "Well, all right, body, you're getting too deep out there," but I'm going there because let's be real about this. In the beginning, when God created an earth and He created man, and He then first. Of Dr. Shelby created man. Man was the head. Man was the father. I don't understand how we put the mothers before the fathers. Well, because there's a lot of bad fathers. Yes, they are. A man has to do everything. Let's speak up so we can hear you. Come on. I heard somebody saying somebody has to do everything. And that's what we want to hear, what you have to say. Is that right, Reverend Shelby? Uh, Yes, we'd like to hear what you have to say. Uh, So please repeat yourself again because you didn't come through clearly, if at all possible. I think the caller was saying something along the lines of because we have to do everything, so it sounds like it may have been a female. And here's what I'd like to share with you. I understand that if you are a single parent, you are a single parent, but being a single parent does not make you a male and female. It makes you a single parent. And what that means is I can share this with you. I was listening earlier today about a father 
who has three girls, I think it is, and two of them have autism. And he is a single parent raising three children, and two of them have severe cases of autism. Does that make him a mother? No. That makes him a father who loves his children and will do everything to raise them and give them and provide for them uh, what they need in the areas of food and clothes and love and everything else. But it does not make him a mother. We all too often uh, find ourselves uh, just taking things and mixing them up, and we shouldn't do that, uh, Pastor Body. We should stay in our lane and understand that love is universal. It is not gender-driven. Love is universal. Also, to add to that, I I think, if I'm not mistaken, I heard somebody uh, make the comment, and you know what? They were telling the truth. And and if if you will uh, differ with me on this, Doctor Shelby, or give me your, give me what your. Uh, by the way, are there any more pastors online? If you do, just speak up so we know that you're there. Any more pastors? Because we had pastors invited because we want to have them to help celebrate Father's Day. Uh, I heard the statement: Mothers have to do everything. And you know what? We're living in a generation, a fallen generation. And I have to tell you myself, I'm not a I'm not the type of person that's quick to lie. My mother did everything, Doctor Shelby. I, I think we're we are friends and so I'm sure I shared with you if it had to be done, my father didn't do it, my mother did it. I know my father, I love my father, he was not there. It's not for me to abuse him, criticize him, but for me to love him, and I do. She's deceased. He's still living. For whatever reason he did it, it's not for me to judge. Regardless of what Mama did, I went through years, I'm speaking of me, on public assistance. Uh, My mother raised four children, and uh, two of us having a father that we knew where he was, and I didn't even know for 13 years old who my father was. Okay, we find out who your father is. The minute you find out who your father is, and I want you all to listen to me, it becomes your responsibility to honor your father. You're not honoring his works. You're honoring him because somebody said sperm donor. Well, it depends on where your consciousness is. It takes one to know one. If you if you think negative and and your uh 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 dialogue and your consciousness is negative, well then maybe you did have a sperm donor. I just had a father that wasn't there for me like he should have been. But that uh in Matthew the seventh chapter it said, Judge ye not lest ye be judged. Some of the mothers who talked about the fathers who were, uh, what what they call those fathers? I forget what they call those fathers. Deadbeat dads and all of that. You weren't the best mother, not all the time. Uh, I, I later found out things about my mother that were not favorable, but, but that takes nothing away from me honoring mother and father. 
what well, all mama did for me to raise me up, to get me out of high school. She was one of the best mothers in the world because what made her best, she was my mother. But and all she did, she was not uh, acting instead of my father. All right, I want to stop right here because this is not a one-sided uh, discussion. Before we go back to our pastors, I want to ask some of you, because some of you I can identify with what I'm saying, especially the mothers that struggle without the father in the house. Or some of the fathers was in the house, but they were on drugs and alcohol, and you still had to do more. Don't you? I don't want you to feel like you did his job because you you didn't do his job. God did not equip you with what you needed to do his job. God equipped you to be a better mother. All right, let's see if we can hear from some of the listeners. Is there anybody? There are no mothers on here that uh, feel like that. You can identify with why they say uh, that I did the mother's and father's part. As Dr. Shelby brought to our attention, a lot of times we say these things, but that that doesn't make them reality. And we don't say them in a negative way. We say them, but we're not realizing uh, what we're saying. Let me tell you something about deadbeat dads and deadbeat fathers. What I found out about deadbeat fathers, Dr. Shelby, a lot of fathers are not deadbeat. They're more beat up by society, by the system. Uh, If you drive down the street, you are profiled, uh, looking at the resources and, 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 there in jail and with the shooting, every man that's a father is not out there shooting and killing. But there are numbers that are. What are you getting ready to say, Dr. Shelby? I said that's very true. Uh, You know, when I read Scripture, and this is where I think we get off, of course, the Bible being our foundation for understanding um, what God has intended for us to honor Uh, The Bible says that we are to honor our father and our mother. And here is what is so important. It does not say honor them unless they are drug addicts. If they're drug addicts, don't honor them. It does not say don't honor them if they don't have a job. It does not say don't honor them if they do not have an education. It says honor them meaning that regardless of whether they are addicts or whether they are uh, educated or not or whether they have uh, some challenges in their life, here's where we have to understand this. God chose them to be the fathers, to bring you into this world. God did the choosing. So when you turn around and a woman says, well, I'm both the mother and the father, no, you're not. You're saying then that God chose you and, and, and the man had nothing to do with it, and that's just not true. 
not true at all. And so to we answer that, Doctor Shelby, uh, I look at my mistake. Every mistake that I was involved in in my life, we got to look at it like this. It is your fault. Everything that happened in your life, you caused it to happen because you became a part of the equation. Uh, when a woman bears a child, unless she was raped, she chose the man. She okayed the man. And you know, when you first meet people, people always tend to look better, to smell better, to walk better to talk better, but in reality, when we really look at them, uh, many of us that have been married, we see that woman or that man one way, but then after three months, six months, a year, but they are, and then they father our children, whether we change our attitudes and our consciousness, they are still the same man that we chose. And once we have children, and let me say this, that's why we have that baby mama, baby daddy stigma, because that there's so much, uh, how you say that, unmarital sex, uh, people are not being married, people are not, there's not planned parenthood, so now we want to blame it on the father when both of you made that decision not to use protection, or to have sex out of wedlock. Now when the baby comes, the man says, uh, my baby mama. And that really, whether we know it or not, is one of the most derogatory uh, uh, names that we could call somebody. I don't have a, a baby mama. I do have children, and I'm not, uh, I, I own up to my children. And I think any man that doesn't own up to his children, it's a shame. Regardless of me being born out of wetlock, regardless of my father not raising me, my father never disowned me or my sister. And so I respect him even if he didn't. And let us not forget, God didn't choose your children's father. So we call him a sperm donor. But who allowed him to donate the sperm? We will allow them to donate the sperm, and then when we find out he wasn't who we wanted him or thought he was, and guess what? Also is on the other side of the fence. And a lot of times what happens is that we leave God out the picture. We've all done it. The woman is good looking, she's stacked, she looked like she built like a Coca Cola bottle. And I'm not thinking about no children, no <laughs> same way with the man. The man is buff, he looks good, he's tall, dark and handsome, but you didn't you didn't realize that he was on drugs, that he was a thief, that uh he had a lot of negativity going for him. He was in and out of jail, he was on drugs. But you chose the man. So uh, what, I, what I'm trying to say here, once that man becomes the, the father of your children, your children are to honor, even if you don't. But what you should not do is to speak ill of their father to them. Like a, a lot of 
parents do that. I'm angry with the mother, Reverend Shelby, so I talk to the children negatively about their mother. Or Absolutely. And and that's wrong. Forgive me for cutting you off, but that's wrong, uh, Pastor Body. At the end of the day, let me say this. Uh, we can look at it any kind of way we want to look at it. At the end of the day, as you started the program, you said something that cannot be changed regardless of how you want to, and that is there's certain characteristics about a man and a father that he brings to his children that the mother cannot bring. I don't care how good she is, how great of a job she has, how well she raised them, how educated they may turn out to be, and how successful the children may be in life, they're still a part, if the father is not, for whatever reason, in the picture, that the mother cannot give, and vice versa. And if you don't mind, I like to use myself as an example. I come up in a household with both mother and father. And both loved us very well. We had seven, I have seven sisters and brothers. And my mother, uh, I'll put it like this, back in those days, a lot of the children or young people from the South, this was right as World War II was taking place, a lot of young black men went and joined the military to get away from the South and what was going on in the South. So my father joined the military at a young age. He didn't tell the truth about it, but he got a chance to travel the world a couple of times. So he was in the Navy. By the time he came back home uh, and he and my mother got together, my father uh, had been around the world a couple of times, but he was not as educated as my mother was. My mother was very educated, and she was self-taught all the way until she made her transition. My mother was a reader. She loved education, and she instilled that in us. Now, here's what I'm saying. So I come up in a household with both parents. My mother far more educated than my father, but I have to say this. There were things that my father taught me about life as a man, as a young man, as a boy that my mother could not have taught me, and even if she taught it to me, it still would not have had the same impact upon me than it did because it was coming from my father. And that makes a difference, and we must honor and recognize that God is the creator of fathers, not, a, not, not Macy's, not Target, <laughs> okay, and, and not a good restaurant, but God is the creator of fathers. Amen. We're going to dedicate uh, Kenny Lewis singing You're My Hero, and this goes out for all the fathers all over Chicago land, and as far as our voices can be heard, Kenny Lewis sings Heroes.
and you're on the line now, uh, would you please let us know? We don't want to look at any of our uh, clergymen, clergywomen. Or is there anybody else that got online that wasn't on there earlier and you want to give us your name and church affiliation, you can do that right now also. Okay. Pastor Body and Reverend Dr. Shelby, we have did a lot of talking and we expect expressed our views in reference to Father's Day and and we are uh, saying not Single Mother's Day, but maybe you might feel different or you might just want to express how you feel. We would like to know. And if you're there and you, uh, we don't want you to feel uncomfortable, just tell us maybe it's a reason why mothers feel that way, Dr. Shelby. Maybe I've heard it said so many times, so Evidently, there's a number of mothers that feel that way. And if you happen to want to give us your input, you could do that right now. Okay, Pastor Body, while we're waiting for one of the uh, listeners to chime in, I just wanted to share this uh, with you. Uh, This was brought to me last year around Father's Day. And it is a survey, a statistical survey of um, fathers that was done by the CDC. The CDC is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. It is... Dr. Shelby, okay. Yeah, we did discuss that, and we definitely need to hear about that. And that is the CDC... We need to hear what Reverend Shelby is getting ready to say. We want to make, we want to wait, and because uh, it was suggested to me uh, by Dr. Shelby that we try to give you all a chance. So I'm going to wait on you for a minute. I'm going to give you a minute. Right here. Mm-hmm. We'll give them a minute, Dr. Shelby, because I want you to hear what Dr. Shelby is getting ready to say. I know some of you have got, uh, uh, even the men that was in the house that had to work and you still had to to, to do quite a bit. Anybody that have something that you want to say? Uh, we, You know, I want you to look to the future of the Hope Interfaith Kingdom Hour Prayer of us not overlooking you because I noticed that maybe sometimes we get so deep in our discussion we overlook you. Or is there anybody? Well, let me ask another question. Are there any mothers on here? And and uh, give and and, and it, don't be ashamed to to respond. That feel like you did a mother's and father's job. We want to hear about that. All right. This is my last question to the listeners. Are there any mothers? On there that are in uh, in agreement, and you want to add to the fact that you know a mother can't do a father's job. Are there any any of you that feel that way? All right, Doctor Shelby. Okay, listen. I just wanted to share this with you for those who are familiar with the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. This is the governmental agency 
that oversees a huge amount of uh, information pertaining to the overall health of our society, also when it comes to dealing with diseases and different things of that nature. A couple of years ago, they did an extensive uh, survey and research that lasted for several years to determine uh, fatherhood in the United States of America. And here is what they discovered. They discovered that the number one father, now this is governmental statistics, not something a uh, black organization or anything like that is making up. This is what the government says, that the number one father in this country is the African-American father. By 67%, more black fathers are involved in their children's lives. Now, we're not talking about even living in the house. Even if they're not in the house, they are still involved to some degree in their children's life. The next closest set of fathers was the Caucasian father, and he was at 59%. And then the Hispanics was at 32%. It was also indicated that in this survey, the majority of fathers that thought that it was important to financially support their children was the black father by far, and no other set or race of fathers, ethnic fathers, their ethnic backgrounds, came close to the black father. Once again, you can go and look this up yourself. It was given by the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Amen. And let us also, when we look at these statistics, let us not overlook the word of God. And when God created man and he created woman, and we remember reading about when Adam and Eve bore Cain and Abel. If you can remember from the beginning of time, God never had no respect of person. And so when he made man, was no matter what his race, creed, color, ethnic group, or what have you, uh, and the reason I'm bringing this up is not to debate on the statistics because the statistics stand by themselves. But what I'm trying to get at here is that uh, in the eyesight of God, even not looking at the statistics uh which men did what, uh, somebody said, well, I thought God only created Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel. But if we were into research, which we don't do a lot, and that also goes for a lot of pastors, teachers, theological seminaries, and other places of learning Christian education, you will find that people were created in various parts but uh, of the world. Where I'm going with this is what was most important was the thing that God asked us to do. And keeping in mind that 
regardless of race, creed, color, ethnicity, uh, or whatever, God created. And he said, everything I made was good and very good. And then he gave man dominion. I wanted to go somewhere with that. Man had dominion. That don't mean he's in control. That means God entrusted him to be the head of the household, not the woman. Even though a lot of us don't do our part, it wasn't because God, and then also God made the wife a woman, his helpmeet, to be by his side. There was a time when the women raised the children, the mother raised the children, the fathers worked. It can't happen like that now because the women are getting the jobs. And we want you to think about these things. And the men can't hardly get the jobs. And uh, the system is against the black man, and I'm a black man, and I know that. And that's when uh, you listen to the statistics that Pastor Shelby just told us, and he mentioned these different races and uh, where they stood, but the black man, we were oppressed. God didn't single us out, but when you look at those statistics, keep in mind what we as a black man have to go through, and so am I going to say happy black fathers? They know. Consider, but what I will say, black brothers and sisters, let us consider what our Black forefathers, let us consider what our black women or mothers have been through, but let us, first of all, realize God's creation and be obedient when he said, be fruitful and multiply, and then also he said, honor thy father and thy mother. And so because God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. And once again, the clock on the wall says it is time for us to go. We're so happy to have you to stop by and visit with us. And we have enjoyed this discussion, and uh, we are hoping to have you to join in with us next week, the Hope Interfaith Kingdom Hour of Prayer. We want to hear your voices on next week. Amen. But even if you don't want to say anything, we are going to try to make it our business. Even if you have individuals that you would like to be in these discussions, you can call us at area code 773-924-2790 in the beginning of the week, and we can arrange to have them to be included in our discussion. And if our hearts and minds are clear, is that it, Dr. Shelby? Uh, Yes, sir. That is it. All right. So we're looking to see you the same time and the same uh, station for our platform, our discussion, on next week at 4 o'clock. Let us pray, Father. As we attempt to leave these airways, we ask for your blessings, and we thank you 
for allowing us to go forth. We pray that somebody had been helped. We pray that your word had went forth. We thank you for the man of God that helped us to minister on today. We thank you for the discussion that we had. We pray that something we said fell on fertile ground, that somebody's eyes was open to realize there is a reality in serving you. Oh, God, bless us, keep us, let us down in the treasure of your love, cover and shield us with the blood of Jesus until we meet again. Now I want to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Father, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Let every saint of God say, Amen.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 